the MLS Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Head over to the store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use promo code MADNESS for 10% off orders of $40 or more. Jacob, you have a good week two, like you had week one? It was okay. Yeah, it's kind of hard to, yeah, kind of hard to go uh, seven and one every week, right? (laughs) Something like that, yeah. Uh, Six and four, not bad. I think you had a pretty good week two. I I mean, hey, we're winning. We're winning. I gave out probably too many plays, uh, which is something I tend to do. Uh, And I cashed uh, 14-6-2 and on quite a few plays. Ironically, my best bets that I thought were going to occur did not occur, uh, such as the union team total. They let me down. Uh, I honestly banked that a lot. Um, I also... Was a little frustrated uh, in the in the first game too with LAFC and Portland. Uh, I took LAFC money line and under uh, four and a half match goals, and uh, Portland decided to score twice. So, um, yeah, that was a interesting one, man. But uh, ready to kick it off, ready for week uh, week number three of the MLS slate. Uh, I absolutely love Major League Soccer. You ready to get this going? I am ready to get this going. I have some uh, MLS gear on the way, so you won't Ooh. be seeing me in my football stuff. But I'm thinking of maybe getting some like uh, Pittsburgh, like uh, ALS team stuff. You know, they got a pretty good team out there. So um, I might go like second league MLS kind of stuff. You know, uh, Why not? next generation. What is it? Next, next gen, next stars, next generation, whatever it's called. Uh, yeah. And, and who knows? You know, eventually we could uh, we could see some relegation and promotion uh set up within the u.s soccer federation probably down the line but you know not out of the realm of possibilities for sure uh, you know there was actually some um, kind of big news today they are trying to make a roster spot for uh concussions in game so if a player has a uh, possible concussion in game you might be able to get uh, an extra sub in there um yeah it just uh, happened like 12 hours ago the story broke Nice. I think that's very important. I know we've seen some changes to subs, um, the number of subs just across the world, but I think concussion uh, protocol and to get someone on the field and to have a team playing with 10 men just because someone got a concussion and they've used up all their subs is is quite ridiculous. So I think that's way past the time. But let's go ahead and get started with uh, our busy slate on Saturday, March 11th. We start off with Charlotte hosting Atlanta United. Charlotte plus 130 favorites, Atlanta United plus 195, draw plus 255, over-unders at 2.75, leaning more towards the over. Man, once again, Atlanta coming from behind. Uh, This time, though, they only secured a point at home. They have achieved four points in their first two games after falling behind in each, which uh, is not a good sign for Atlanta, especially at home. Uh, They now take the road to Charlotte. Atlanta dominated against Toronto. They couldn't get that second almighty goal. Almada continues to impress. I think he's going to be the glue moving forward uh, for Atlanta. Charlotte had a match to forget. Uh, they end up scoring first away to St. Louis, uh, but then an own goal and a couple of very bad mistakes uh, within inside the 18 led to their demise. I don't agree with the books here. I know Charlotte are the home team. I think Atlanta are the stronger side. Winning on the road is obviously not easy, but we've seen with the resiliency that Atlanta has shown. I don't think Atlanta loses. I'm taking Atlanta double chance at minus 150. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, you know, I, Atlanta has just been pounding the ball on net. Uh, I don't know if you've like really taken a look to see it. Week one, 20 shots, five shots on target. Uh, week two, 16 and six, uh, maintained over 60% possession in both games so far. And I really think San Jose and Toronto were both lucky, lucky to only give up two and one goals. They did not take on a second year Charlotte team uh, who already lost 3-1 uh, to St. Louis, which I called. Uh, and considering the fact that Charlotte's given up like 15 shots to New England, 11 to St. Louis, I can only imagine the type of damage 
a seasoned Atlanta team is going to inflict on them. So uh, we're on the same page. I think books got it wrong here, um, but I like draw no bet as well. Yeah, I like that a lot too. What's uh, what's the draw no bet right now? Let's see. It is plus 120. That's not bad. I would take that as well. Uh, next uh, up, I we... did have, I'm sorry, I had one more lean on yeah, this. Go for I, it. I'm going to take a stab at Atlanta team total over one and a half. We've seen I Charlotte get a book goals already. Uh, and then if I think the books got it wrong to begin with, I definitely can see them giving up uh, two goals here. So uh, yeah. on uh, team total over as well. And a plus money play from Jacob. For Atlanta United team total, I think that's yeah the books have definitely got that wrong. Um, even if you know, for instance, Charlotte does score, I think Atlanta easily could put up two goals. Um, next up, we got Vancouver hosting FC Dallas. Vancouver plus one forty five favorites. FC Dallas plus one eighty five underdogs. The draw plus two forty over unders at two and a half, leaning more towards the under. Man, I was wrong about Dallas. Um, I thought the Galaxy would come in, force Dallas's hand. Uh, the Galaxy did score first, so I was pretty optimistic um, after, you know, the Galaxy scored. Put Dallas into survival mode. Uh, scored three unanswered goals, two from American Jesus Ferreira. Um, Vancouver on the other side, score a first half goal, uh, only to concede two goals and end up losing in, in both their games. Dallas, though, has not be- beaten Vancouver in any of their last six meetings, while Vancouver have won four of the last six. Um, dude, Vancouver are in desperation mode after seeing two matches slip away from them. And they have a decently high uh, expected goal number of 1.65 per match. Dallas, on the other hand, doesn't at 0.83. Uh, the difference being Dallas expected goals versus actual is much better than Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver are scoring less than expected. I think both teams find the back of the net in this one. Uh, so I like both teams to score at minus 145. Uh, and if you want a little bit more uh, juice, like you always say, the juice is worth the squeeze, uh, maybe take some over 2.25 at minus 150. I like that. Uh, I can't take credit for that. That's Jonathan Coachman. Saying, Dang, so okay. I can't, I can't, we can't take credit our, for it. Sorry. We need to come up with our own slogans. But I, I like what you said. Uh, but the over-under make... one. What's the over-under oh, one you always say? It's not over until – it's not under until it's over. There you go. Also not mine. Sorry. <laughs> I'll get my own. We will develop our own sayings. Just give us some time out here, all right? But credit where credit is due. Uh, but I do like what you said. Two weeks ago, I thought Dallas looked good in the loss. They looked even better in a win last week. Uh, I think we're going to see uh, LA give up a lot of goals this year, so I'm not reading too much into the three goals uh, from last week. Uh, I do think, however, that Dallas will get over their team total in this in this match. Uh, remember, Dallas only played one preseason game, so it's taking some time for the team to gel. Uh, forward Jesus Ferreira said as much uh, after scoring his first brace since 2010 last game. Uh, he wow. said, I, I think the three up front have chemistry. We're building chemistry and learning from each other every day. For it to come alive in a game and work out and see the outcome be a goal is always amazing. We're always working to make it stronger and be able to score more goals. So, uh, you know, he says it in his postgame interview. Dallas is looking to score. They think their uh, their front three is, are gelling and they're going to continue to get better. So I, I really like that. Uh, and that's from Jesus Ferreira. Uh, so tread lightly on it. I'm going to take a stab at the Dallas team total over one and a half. It's a great plus money price at plus 163. Uh, if you haven't noticed by now, over one and a half team total is like my favorite play in soccer. So you'll get a lot of those from me, but they cash. Vanca- uh, Vancouver gave up two goals. Uh, uh, both in both but, their yeah, games. Yeah. Uh, in both their games, um, once at home, once on the road, uh, and both were worse, worse teams than Dallas. Uh, sorry, I mixed that up a little bit. Uh, and then the other player I really like here, uh, I also like Dallas and under four and a half. They've seen under nice. two and a half and six out of the last seven. I don't think Vancouver does their part. Uh, Vancouver moved down in power rankings across the board, uh, and Dallas moved up. Uh, in most places, have Vancouver down two spots this week and Dallas up two spots. So uh, take a look at that as well. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's what I like for this game. No, I like that a lot. I think uh, I, I'm a little skeptical on taking Vancouver, but I'm also a little skeptical. I want to see um, Dallas on the road uh, before I commit to either side there. The next step we got uh, heading into the nighttime slate. Uh, DC United hosting Orlando City. DC plus 135 home favorites. Orlando City plus 205 for the underdogs. The draw plus 245. Over-unders at two and a half, leaning more towards the over. Jacob, who do you like in this DC United-Orlando City battle? I'm on DC United draw no bet. 
minus 145. Uh, it's a little juicy, but you're going to hear why. Uh, while Columbus did shut out DC last week, I still like the game they played. 15 shots, only three on target. Uh, but after 11 in week one, I like the chances of them scoring again, uh, especially against an Orlando team hitting the road for the first time this season. Uh, DC won week one at home, but lost at Columbus. So I'm going to take a shot at the DC United draw no bet. A couple of things I don't like about Orlando. Orlando only had seven shots on goal, one on target, um, with only 12 shots on goal all season. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, 12 shots on goal, one on target all season. Uh, they're really going to struggle against D.C., um, and I think they're going to get worse as they play even better teams. Uh, in addition to that, Orlando City just played last night uh, in a CONCAF game against uh, Tigres. Tigres, uh, yep. Yeah. Um, it was a 0-0 draw, I think it finished, but still, yep. regardless of the lineup they played last night, a midweek clash is always going to affect the team on the weekend. Uh, so while I don't trust in D.C. United that much, um, that's why I'm going to play the draw no bet. So um, tread lightly, but uh, I'm going to take a stab at it. Yeah, I'm on the exact same play uh, for D.C. United. I uh, I actually got it when it was at minus 110. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the books have, have shifted um, – towards DC United, I think, especially because, like you said, that midweek game for Orlando City is not uh, good for their legs. DC United obviously had rest. DC United played much better than the scoreline suggests against Columbus last week. Uh, They held more possession and shots. They couldn't find the back of the net. Um, After two weeks, I think this DC United team is much better than last year and than what most people thought. Um, I think Orlando were lucky to pull out a draw at home against FC Cincinnati. Uh, they have yet to allow a goal in both of their matches, but DC United have won four of the last six. Uh, both teams to score has occurred in the m- most recent three, all going over two and a half. I think DC United are going to be tough at home with Wayne Rooney and crew um, this season. I expect a battle in the trenches, uh, but I, I agree. I don't think DC United uh, lose here. If you want to maybe uh, look towards an under, uh, 2.75 right now. It's at minus 130. The three uh, goal line is at minus 175. So I'd probably stay away from that. Uh, but I do think this could be a a 1-1 result or potentially a one nothing uh, victory for the home side. Next up, we have potentially the game of the weekend. Uh, FC Cincinnati versus the Seattle Sounders. Uh, FC Cincinnati minus 110. Uh, actually, no, sorry. Plus 110 favorites. Seattle plus 235 underdogs. The draw plus 270 over under split two and a half to three, 2.75. Uh, basically out of pick them. Uh, I think Cincinnati has really underperformed um, in the first two games of the season. They beat Houston at home uh, in, a, in, you know, in a match they should have won by two or three goals. Uh, Seattle has looked like the best team in MLS so far. Granted, both teams have come at home. But, I mean, six goals, zero against, it's hard to argue. Uh, This is going to be a great test. I'm really excited to watch this one. Uh, Seattle has seen over two and a half in 10 of its last 12. Cincinnati, man, they're not capitalizing. Brenner and Vasquez, they're not capitalizing on their chances. Uh, They have a expected goal higher than the goals that they've scored, which means that they are not performing to what the statistics say that they should be performing to. Um, Seattle has also led at half in both of their matches and won the second half as well. Uh, since he have drawn the first half, both of their matches. I don't know. This is a, um, a really good test for the Sounders. I've liked what I've seen from the Sounders a lot more than Cincinnati. Um, I do think both teams will score right now. It's about at uh, 160. Um 165. The over two and a half, though, is at minus 140. I think the over two and a half at minus 140 will be my official play. And then I'm, I like the Seattle Sounders double chance, man. I like double chances a lot at minus 130. I mean, granted, it's hard to win on the road, but the way Seattle's defense is playing could be a 0 0 draw. Seattle maybe scores first and Cincinnati gets a goal and we tie 1 1. What are you thinking? Uh, I love it. I, I really, really like Seattle. I wish I could go back and change the team I picked for the season right now and maybe <laughs> jump on Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, there uh, you go. But, uh, you know, besides how good Seattle has been playing, Cincinnati has been playing just as bad. Uh, and I really, you know, even though they're at home, I really just don't like how they're playing. They were disappointing in a 0-0 draw last week, and they didn't look good in a week one win versus Houston. They only had 38, 38% possession of the ball, 
five shots on target, zero corner kicks. Last week, their possession was a little better, but they didn't score, had less shots on target, and just one corner kick. That's not going to that's not gonna be enough when you're playing this red-hot Seattle team. Um, and especially, uh, Seattle had nine shots on target, six corners. I'm a big believer if you can convert those two, you know, those are, you know, that is just the ball in front of the net over and over. Uh, it's something to remember when you're live betting. If you see teams with high corners and shots on target, but no goals, maybe take a stab at something live. Um, but, be, you know, that's some of the things I look at when I'm picking some of these games from week to week. Uh, I think this game does scream both teams to score. Yes. Uh, and I think that's because it's the first time Seattle's on the road uh, in the MLS. You're not going to keep up, you know, shut out games against every single team, especially against a team like Cincinnati, who has high hopes for the season. Uh, one of these teams will score two goals. Uh, I'm not sure which, so I'm staying away from who I think is going to win. But I do like the over two and a half. Uh, it's at minus 140. You could probably get a better number at um, 2.75 or three if you wanted to look at that. Um, but, you know, with that, with the both teams to score, yes, those, those are my couple plays for this game. Yeah, and I think, too, you know, if you want to parlay the over two and a half with both teams to score, sure. you basically get that at even money right now. It looks like it's at minus 105. I assume that'll probably move closer to even money. Uh, but that's, that's you know, I very much agree with you in that one of these teams is going to score at least two goals, potentially both of them. Uh, I do think the over hits just for the way Seattle's playing and the Cincinnati are not going to get embarrassed at home. I don't believe so. So uh, next up, we got New York City FC hosting Inter Miami, New York City FC, minus 130 favorites, Miami, plus 340, underdogs, the draw, plus 285, over, under is at two and a half, leaning more towards the over. Jacob, who do you like in this one? I, I can't tell you. My head just about exploded last week when Inter <laughs> took down uh, Philly. It hurt I, honestly. Time. I know we were both on it, and I'm still not over it, uh, but they really have just looked red hot. Uh, game one, 18 shots, seven on goal, four corners for the Montreal team. They should have scored more. Uh, I can't believe what they did to Philly last week. And, um, you know, I to shut up both these teams is just really impressive. Uh, you know, NYF, uh, NYCFC uh, should look better finally getting to play their first home game. Uh, I do like both teams to score in this because of that. Uh, that's the only reason why. Uh, like I said about Seattle, the same thing about Inter-Miami. Shutouts will not continue in the MLS. It's just not the style of play. It's kind of like if you're in the Netherlands or something like that. It's just these games have goals. Uh, so because of that, I do like the over two and a half just because Inter has looked so good. Um, and I do like, you know, I know that New York City is the favorite. Um, they've won, they're six and one, their last seven versus Inter. But Inter draw no bet is too good to turn down in this game at plus 225. Yep. It is worth taking a stab at. Uh, and that's, that's what I'm going to do with this. I'm going to maybe take like a quarter unit, a half unit, something like that and throw it on here. Uh, I think this game screams goals. Um, and because of that, I'm going to take a shot on enter. Nice, man. I am on the exact opposite <laughs> of, of everything, but that's good. We got to have some parody sure. uh, across the board. I don't think, like you said, I don't think anyone saw inter Miami beating union uh, team at home. Not only did they beat them, they held them. Uh, a hot Philly team to zero goals. Uh, the home squad got, you know, a point on the road uh, at Chicago, New York City FC. That is after surrendering a one nothing lead. New York City FC has really disappointed in their first two games, but now they come back home for the first game of the season. Miami has played two home games, one each by a score of two nothing. Neither team has seen uh, a match go over two and a half goals this season. I agree with you that the style of playing the MLS creates goals. I just don't know if week three is the the turnaround time for when we see that occur. I think teams are still trying to find their footing. I very well could be wrong. Uh, I took a lot of overs last week and got burned on a couple of them. So uh, a couple of plays I have this week are towards the unders, just because I don't believe teams have fully found their footing. Um, some other key statistics, both these teams are really struggling to generate offense. Uh, New York City FC has an expected goal of 0.52 goals, where Inter-Miami is at 1.03 expected goals. I don't like how favored New York City FC are in this one, even at home, especially with what Miami did last week to Philly. Uh, I'm taking a stab at under 2.75 at minus 125 right now. I think, you know, um, this could be a, a 2 nothing result, maybe a 1-1. Or who knows, zero zero. But uh, I'm glad I'm on a different play than you, uh, just to give the listeners a, a couple of different uh, 
thoughts to think about when when capping these games. For sure. Uh, you know, that's that's what betting is all about. Someone's got yeah. someone's got to win. Someone's got to lose. We wouldn't do this podcast if Jacob and I were on the same play every uh, every week. We would just put out the plays and uh, go with that. Um, next up, we have the Union hosting the Chicago Fire. Uh, the Union minus two twenty favorites. Fire plus five hundred. Underdogs plus three nineties. The draw over unders at three, uh, leading more towards a pick on that minus one ten. Man, dude, a bad loss for the Union, um, followed up by a home match is a recipe for pure union domination. Um, the fire will be very glad that they got a point out of their home contest versus New York, but this is a very bad spot for them. Uh, the books have shifted uh, towards our thinking of Philly team total over one and a half. I think it's at minus 200 or worse. I don't see a path where Chicago even makes this a game. Uh, both teams to score has occurred for the last six meetings. However, we saw what Philly did at home to Columbus uh from all accounts is a better squad than Chicago. This is going to be a huge bounce back match for the union. It's a little juiced, but I'm, I, I like the union money line and over one and a half uh, at minus 160. Not the biggest fan uh, of those high lines there, but uh, I like that at minus 160. I think the union score three goals. I also like the union uh, minus 1.25, which means that um, if the union win by two goals you cash if they win by one goal uh it's a half loss but right now that's at about minus 105 basically even money who do you like in this union fire game uh i'm not overthinking it same thing as you uh the one thing i will be doing a little different i'm like you said uh, i do like the philly and over one and a half at minus 160 but i'm going to take a stab at their team total over two and a half at plus 143 hey i love it. i can see an early plus goal. money yeah, yeah, for sure, right? I mean, I, they've done it already this year. Uh, at home, they're going to want blood. Chicago is not a good team. I can see an early goal, maybe like a late first half goal, and then like a seventy minute, a 70th minute goal, something like that yeah. to get you to three. No, I, I could not agree more. I think the Union could also put up four. So if you want to kind of do what you've, you've done in the past. A little um, yeah, the latter. Then I would definitely, uh, I would definitely suggest that. Um, next up, we have Toronto FC hosting the Columbus Crew. Uh, Toronto plus one twenty favorites. Columbus Crew plus two ten underdogs. The draw plus two sixty. Over unders at two point seven five, leaning more towards the over. Jacob, go ahead and take a stab at this one. Sure. Uh, I've been saying it for the last two weeks. It's going to take some time for Wilfred, Wilfred Nancy's system to take hold. Uh, last week's 2-0 win versus DC was a good step in the right direction. Uh, they only had 12 shots, four on goal, one corner, uh, but managed the 2-0 win. Uh, Toronto has scored in both games so far. Uh, they were away from home, so I like that. And uh, I think that's going to continue here in their first home game. So for that reason... I know it's really juicy, but I am going to take the both teams to score yes at minus 180. I don't know if it's going to get over uh, two and a half. So um, maybe like a one one draw just because Toronto's injury concerns are still a problem for them. Uh, it was huge to steal a point from Atlanta, um, but until they can get healthier, I'm not going to count on them for goals to get a game over. So uh, I'm just going to take the both teams to score yes minus 180. Uh, it's more of a lean than a than a real play in this. Yeah, man, I I think both teams do score. Uh, the Columbus drawbacks uh, of last season are back again. Uh, Bernadeschi for Toronto is on a mission. Uh, a point is a great result against Atlanta at home. Um, Toronto had four shots total, uh, all match. Um, one of them went in, and that was just enough. Uh, now they head back to home to face Columbus. The crew picked up their first win at home against DC United, but on opening night lost 4-1 on the road to the Union. Um, so, you know, we we see that they can put up goals. Uh, I still have faith in Toronto, uh, even after Insigne's injury. These teams have split the past six games, man, each taken three wins. Both teams have seen over two and a half in six of their last seven. Both teams' the score is a little too high for me, um, but I do like it. So I think if you parlay that with something, um, Toronto have not been leading at half while the crew have not been losing. So take that for what it's worth. Goals should come. I like in this one. I really do like the over two and a half. It's at minus 140. So, you know, take a stab at uh, over 2.75 at minus 115. Um, I also like Toronto draw no bet at minus 140. I think this is a, a classic 
uh, 2-1, potentially 3-2 victory for Toronto. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm leaning with in this one. Um, I, I still have faith in Toronto. It's it's week three. Uh, we need to get something going if uh, Toronto wants to turn their season around. I just think they have too much talent to, to be performing the way that they have been. Um, sure. Next up is the Minnesota United hosting the New York Red Bulls. Uh, plus 165, slight favorites for Minnesota United. The Red Bulls, plus 170 for the underdogs, plus 230 is the draw. Over-under is at 2.25, uh, leaning more towards the over. Uh, tough start for the Red Bulls. Um, you know, this is... They will be disappointed to not get three points at home versus Nashville, but they didn't lose, right? Uh, Nashville didn't get a single shot on target against the Red Bulls. Uh, Minnesota had week two off. Very strange uh, that they had that week off, but with 21, 29 teams in MLS, someone gets a week off uh, every week. They went to Dallas to stun critics without their key man, Reynoso, to knock off Dallas 1-0 in the opening week. The Red Bulls have yet to score this season. Um, Minnesota shut out Dallas on the road. To me personally, this match screams under. I hate, I hate take, I hate, 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 hate taking unders in soccer. It is my least favorite thing to do. Uh, it stresses me out because you know you get a goal in the first 15 minutes, and then you're like, oh my lord, the under is is done for. And then you have to watch the remainder of the game, stressing out about how many more goals are going to be scored. Which on the reverse action, if you take the over. Uh, then it's fun. You know, you, you want excitement. You want both teams to score. Potentially these teams have split the past four meetings, each winning two Minnesota has won the most recent two. Both teams to score has only occurred in one of the past four meetings. Minnesota United have seen under two and a half and six of the last seven. The New York Red Bulls expected goal numbers are interesting with 1.56 goals, but they have yet to find the back of the net. I do like Minnesota at home, uh, draw no bet at minus 110, but Man, I'm going with under two and a half at minus 125. Hopefully, I don't get burned in this one. Sure, yeah. I, this is a total stay away for me. Until I can see both of these teams start performing in some, you know, direction, whether it be really good or really bad or or whatnot, I'm not really going to touch it. If you are going to take something, I would stick with Ty and the under because these teams have not shown their ability to score yet. Um but for now, this is a, this one's a stay away for me. Uh, I didn't like much in it. Honestly, I don't like too much on this slate. There's a lot of weird games and like stuff going on with numbers. Um, so yeah, if you're gonna ride, ride with Ty on this one. There you go. I love it. Thanks. No pressure on me now. <laughs> uh, Nashville hosting CF Montreal. Uh, Nashville minus one ten uh, favorites. Montreal plus two ninety. Uh, underdogs the draw plus two sixty five. Uh, and over under at two and a half, leaning more slightly towards the under. Jacob, go ahead and uh, take take this one. Before I give my breakdown, I will say I believe in Montreal. It will take time, but I don't believe that the system they built last year will regress, re- have so much regression um, so quickly. Um, so because of that, uh, they've been making moves to be successful and, and, and they'll get there. Until I can see real improvement from both teams, I'm not too positive on both of this because of Nashville's performance. Um, but with Nashville at home, uh, I am going to take them to win and I'm going to take under four and a half. Uh, it's at plus 120. It's another plus money play. And then neither of these teams have shown that they have the affinity for high scoring games yet this year. Uh, so I could see like a 2 1 final. Uh, for Nashville in this one. Yeah, man, I Montreal has not beaten Nashville since these two squads have been in MLS. Granted, that hasn't been a a lot of matches to, to take into consideration. Uh, Montreal, though, I mean, I watched that game start to finish uh, against Austin. They'll be very disappointed to allow that late goal to Austin uh, and lose on the road. Austin did create more chances, but it felt like Montreal were going to stymie uh, any Austin delight there. Uh, Nashville has yet to allow a goal this season and got a point on the road versus the Red Bulls. The scary thing for Nashville um, is they didn't get a shot on target. What the, like, what did they do for 90 minutes? Like, I, I just, I, I can't comprehend playing a full 90 minutes and not getting a single shot on target. That is so hard to do, especially at the professional level. Uh, unless you're playing maybe Barcelona, who just likes to keep possession for the entirety of the game. But I, it blows my mind that they didn't have a shot on target. Um, Montreal, on the other hand, have yet to score in two games. Neither team has seen both teams to score or over two and a half in their matches. 
Uh, we're not going off a lot of statistics. You know, it's it's still early. Um, sure. So I think that, you know, like you said, Jacob, it's it's caused for concern uh, and be hesitant, you know, be a little critical of these teams. And, you know, if you do find a top play that you like, most likely your intuitions are right. Uh, if, if you're worried about a play, your intuitions are also probably right and right and maybe stay away. Uh, I think this is a, a low scoring battle taken under 2.75 at minus 130. But I'm, I'm right there with you with Nashville uh, money line and under four and a half match goals. Very well could see this one nothing, maybe two nothing uh, towards Nashville. And you know what, Jacob? With that being said, I'd love to get uh, a word from our sponsors. And let's go ahead and take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, as known as WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to win getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs, only if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present of the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for offseason NFL, best ball drafts, but they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Jacob, we are back it looks like we got about five games left to handicap and we start off with sporting kansas city hosting the la galaxy sporting kansas city plus 140 favorites la galaxy plus 185 underdogs the draw plus 255 over unders at three leaning more towards about a pick them right now um you know sporting kansas city still looking for their first goal of the season they got a bit unlucky not score against portland colorado they looked like the far superior team however that road, those two road trip games resulted in one point and no goals. So uh, Kansas City had 11 shots on target against Colorado and seven corner kicks. Galaxy, on the other hand, I honestly thought we're going to go into Dallas and beat them. Um, you know, they, they took the lead, but allowed three unanswered goals. Over the past six meetings between these clubs, one of these teams has scored two goals every single game. Uh, and the over has only hit in three of six. Uh, Sporting Kansas City have an expected goal of 1.43 goals, but have yet to score. Um, they're at home for the first time this season. I think the home teams, you know, have been performing much better this season to start the season at in MLS. I lean with Sporting Kansas City. I don't think we see many goals. Um, the books think that we're going to see, you know, a 3-1, maybe a 3-2 uh, type of game. Uh, I'm taking Sporting Kansas City, draw no bet at minus one. What is that? Minus 130 right now. Uh, I'm also willing to, you know, smaller play, but take under 3.25 at minus 140. What do you like in this one? Uh, I like that. Uh, I like the under 3.25 because I could definitely see this being a, like a 2-1 finish here. Uh, until Galaxy can improve, I think their games are going to see goals. And because it's Kansas City's first home game, I can see them at least doing their part to get on board. Uh, and for that reason, I like both teams to score. It is really juicy. So maybe take a look at that. Both teams to score. Yes. And over two and a half. Um, I did like the fact that Kansas city in their week one loss had 11 corners. Uh, they're getting the ball in front of the net. So the goals are going to come, um, you know, and they only did that uh, on the well, week one. They had like almost 60% possession um, last week. They had only 40% possession, but they had 16 shots total, 11 shots on goal. Um, you know, that's not bad. Uh, especially because, um, you know, they, you know, had a zero, zero draw. Unfortunately, they didn't get one by, but it's going to happen. And I think that they're going to make that happen against the galaxy here. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I have a friend who's a sporting Kansas city fan and he's just beside himself right now with <laughs> how they've, how they've looked that, you know, they've looked, they've created chances, um, couple, couple off the post. Um, I think the galaxy are, are a solid squad. Uh, I think they will be finding their footing though. Um, especially after only one game. 
uh, because their LAFC match got got postponed. Uh, so I, I do like Kansas City in this one. Next up is Real Salt Lake hosting Austin FC. Uh, Salt Lake plus 125 favorites, plus 205 for Austin, plus 260 is the draw. Over-unders at 2.75, uh, leaning more towards a pick in that one. Who do you have uh, in the Salt Lake-Austin game? Uh, well, I'll start off by saying I'm not going to count too much against Salt Lake for losing how they did to Seattle last week. Seattle's red okay. hot. We talked about it. Um, so I'm not going to count too much against them. Um, you know, they did put up two goals in their first game on the road uh, against Vancouver uh, week one. So that wasn't too bad. Uh, now they get to play their first home game uh, against Austin and it's Austin's first time on the road. So uh, because of that, that's why I'm looking mainly at goals in this game. Uh, both teams to score. Yes, is juicy. It's minus 172, but sometimes there's, there's no way to get around it. You know, it, sometimes you may not want to take the over two and a half and you may think this is just a one, one final. So because of that, like I say, you know, sometimes the juice is worth the squeeze. Uh, when it comes to Austin, um, I really like the play of Argentinian Max Rudy uh, last last week. He's proved to be a useful striker. Um, his lone goal came against uh, uh, his lone goal gave Austin the win last week. Um, he's one to watch. Last year he had nine goals and one assist. He's already got a goal uh, in the second game, and he's come off the bench in both games so far this year. Um, so um, I don't like to slate too much, but like I said, I would look at this maybe as like a draw. Um, so. Um, because of that, I am going to take a shot. Um, I'm more of a lean on draw plus two sixty. Yeah, I mean, I I could very well could see that, especially you know, um, Salt Lake sometimes like to keep games close. Um, Austin wants to run with you. Um, as an Austin fan, I can tell you that uh, I'm very much glad that Aruti is not starting. Uh, we got Zardes. Aruti did score uh, a good majority of goals last season for us, but he was very up and down. Uh, very frustrating from a striker position and a fan of Austin FC. So very happy we got Giassi Zardes in uh, to start our matches. Um, you know, Salt Lake got worked by Seattle, but they were able to win uh, week, home, week one against Vancouver. You know, I think the difference in quality between Seattle's opponents showed. Uh, Salt Lake lost 2 nothing. Colorado lost 4 nothing. Uh, Austin had that embarrassing home loss uh, to start the 2023 campaign against St. Louis City. They were on the brink of drawing Montreal before, like you said, Aruti scored. Uh, both teams to score has occurred three of the last five. Austin has won the most recent two. Four of these five have gone over two and a half. I like that a lot here. Austin's going to want to slug you out, right? Play an open match, multiple goals. Um, they just went on the road in CONCACAF. Uh, last night lost 3 nothing to Valente, uh, I believe, in the Dominican Republic. So um, Josh Wolf, the head coach, did make quite a few changes to the starting lineup, uh, trying some center back options out there. Drew Usi did not play. Um, I do like the over two and a half though in this one. Uh, right now, I think it's at about minus 140, maybe 145. I'm an Austin homebody, so um, I'll gladly snag Austin any any chance I get. They're down right now, um, but I don't think that that means that you can count about them a game. Uh, so I'm taking Austin double chance at minus 140. Uh, I think. Austin can match up with Salt Lake very well lineup wise. Um, and I think, you know, Austin has to Austin on the road last season proved that they can get results. Uh, and I think at double chance right now, that's a really good play. Uh, next up, we have another interesting match uh, as we head into the very late nighttime slate uh, on the West coast, but Portland Timbers hosting St. Louis city, uh, SC, that is a mouthful to say. Uh, I kind of wish they would have gone with St. Louis City FC, uh, just because St. Louis City SC is um, just not fun to say. Sally uh, sold seashells by the seashore. <laughs> yeah, but, and then you got and then you got Montreal, but in here it's CF Montreal, Montreal Club Day Football. However you want to say it, um, you know we're trying to act all European, uh, and I don't like that. Um, it's not that I have anything wrong with European clubs, but I think we just need to be the United States uh, version of soccer. And um, that's more kind of a, a knock on Montreal, but I will respect uh, from the, the Canadian French Canadian side of things, why their name is like that. Uh, but anyways, Portland Timber plus one Oh five St. Louis city SC plus two forty five underdogs plus two seventy five is the draw over unders at 2.75 about right out about a pick them uh, St. Louis city. Wow, man opened their first two MLS matches in fashion, amazing road win um, in Austin, follow up by a three, one thumping of Charlotte. Uh, they traveled to Portland 
who last time out lost to current MLS champs, LAFC, 3-2 on the road. I think, you know, that's a good result for for Portland. Uh, I thought LAFC were going to win 3-1, maybe 4-1, 4-0. Part of what I believe helps St. Louis right now, and this we've seen with Nashville, we've seen this with Austin, we've kind of seen this with Charlotte, is the unknown factor, right? Their style of play. No one knows what to expect, how they'll come out. As teams begin to get film on them, their matches will turn towards their opponent. So right now, though, I don't think we're there yet uh, with just two matches having been played. St. Louis matches have all been over four goals. Portland just went on the offense at LAFC, which is very difficult to do. I like Portland Moneyline right now. Keep it sweet. Keep it simple. Portland wins. Um, I will snag over two and a half at minus 140. My only hesitation is Portland gets a goal like they did against Sporting Kansas City and then just decides to play defense and we end up with a one nothing or potentially a 2 nothing. Uh, but my thinking is that St. Louis is going to maybe get a goal uh, against Portland and really have to open it up and Portland's not going to want to lose at home. So what are you thinking of this one? Uh, we're on the opposite in this one. Uh, all right, I'm going right. to I'm going to ride this train till I'm going to okay. Why not? Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Um so, you know, St. Louis, they occupy second place in the West, the 3-1 win, the 3-2 win, 29 shots, 14 on goal, 12 corners. And they did that on 40% possession and 39% pos- 39% possession. I almost hate saying that. Um, so, you know, I'm going to take a shot at the St. Louis draw. No bet. I could see a draw in this game, like 2-2, 1-1, something like that. Like you said, maybe Portland gets an early goal, tries to sit on it. St. Louis gets a late goal. Now it's too late. They can't score. Um, and then the other thing I like in this, um, if you can catch it live, St. Louis over one for a little push protection. It's too steep to take over a half, but you might be able to get one live depending on where you play. I also like Joao Klaus de Mayo um, for St. Louis. He has scored in both games so far. So it's a little too early to get a play, uh, player prop. I didn't have any lines for it, but take a look at anytime goal scorer or a goal or assist uh, prop on him. Um, he's been active throughout both games. He is on the offense, like uh, the offensive side of the ball all the time. Um, so I would look for him to be involved and um, maybe help them get the goal. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I very well could see St. Louis uh, getting a goal. Clausen um, definitely is, is a bright spot for them. And, you know, I very well could be wrong, and they ride this high. I just trust uh, Portland a little bit more at home. Sure, I mean they're an established team with pros that have been around for years. I get it, uh, but at a good plus money price, you you know, um, I got Why a not? lot. Of, I got a lot of plus money dogs this week, so I only need to hit a couple of them to to get a week. You know what I mean? Yep. So maybe um, take you. a stab at it. I hear you. And uh, the last game, uh, the Saturday night slate, we have one on Sunday, but it's San Jose. Uh, hosting the Colorado Rapids, San Jose, uh, even money right now, plus 255 for the Rapids on the road. The draw plus 270 over under is at 2.75, leaning more towards the over. Uh, Colorado's in real trouble this season. Two games, zero goals. They do have a point to show for it. San Jose, on the other hand, are 10 minutes away in stoppage time against Atlanta from winning their first two games. I truly, truly, truly do not know where Colorado is going to score. Uh, this season, Colorado are lucky to not have lost against uh, Sporting Kansas City, who outworked them on the offensive side of the ball. San Jose has allowed three goals in two games to start the season. The way Colorado is working offensively, I don't see them getting goals uh, anytime soon. San Jose, though, is actually underperforming in the goal department, and so is Colorado, according to uh, expected goal statistics. I don't see that changing right now. Very well could change in the near future, but I'm taking uh, I'm taking San Jose. Of course, the draw no bet. I had it at minus 160. It's moved to minus 200 right now. Uh, so I will go with the money line at plus 100 for San Jose. I also like I also like under three. Uh, I don't think Colorado's going to score. Um, you take both teams to score? No, right now at plus 130. It's not a bad bet. What are you thinking on this one, Jacob? Uh, we're we're pretty uh, spot on on this one. I, I I too do not think Colorado would do their part uh, in this game. So for that reason, I'm staying away from the match total. I do like San Jose over one and a half. Um, you know they are going to be at home. Colorado on the road. We saw them give up four goals to Seattle. San Jose has scored. So um, you know I think they'll be able to do that. Um, some people are starting to question if we're seeing the resurgence of the Goonies. If you don't know, that's what San Jose is called because they never say die. 
but this past week, it wasn't some late game heroics or anything like that. Uh, they got down early to Vancouver and played a great methodical game. Uh, they finished last week with 20 shots on goal, six on target, 12 corners, 60% possession. And seriously, after Vancouver scored, it is like they never touched the ball again. Uh, they only had seven total shots, two on two on target. Um, so I'm not really reading. I'm not really, you know, I'm not. Let me say that again. I like how San Jose has been playing. I'm not reading too much into their loss. And I think they take it to a Colorado team. Yeah, I I agree with you. It's nice to be on some similar place, uh, especially with, you know, like you said, the way Colorado's playing, haven't scored this season. Um, I don't think they score for a couple more games. Something has to change. Robin Frazier needs to figure it out or else he's going to be fired pretty soon. Uh, the final game of the weekend is a late match uh, on Sunday evening, uh, 9.30 uh, Central, and I believe that's 7.30 on the West Coast. LAFC hosting the Revolution. LAFC minus 200 favorites, plus 500 for the Revs, plus 360 for the draw. Over-unders at three, leaning more towards the under. Jacob, go ahead and kick us off on this one, man. Um, I love LAFC here. Uh, I really do. Uh, I know New England has been playing great with a couple wins so far this season, um, but uh, you know, LAFC played their first game last last week. They looked good in the 3-2 win against Portland. I uh, like minus one and their team total over one and a half. Uh, you know, I do know New England. They won on the road week one versus Charlotte. Um, but because of that, uh, you know, we, we've seen how Charlotte plays and they are not looking good so far this year. So I'm not counting too much into a 1-0 victory versus them on the road. They beat Houston, which hasn't looked too great last week at home. So on the road against LAFC, you know, they are a good team. Um, and they looked dominant last week in their first game. So I really think New England's going to struggle. This is their first real test. It's on the road. And I don't think it's going to go well for them. Uh, I do think, however, New England can sneak one by. Uh, we've seen them score in both games so far. So um, I'll take a look at the both teams to score. Yes, um, I'm not totally taking the total just because, uh, I think it could finish 2-1 here, um, and with the juice on the LA the LAFC team total, um, I don't want to take a shot on it being like a two-zip finish and then losing that too. Um, so um, I have a lot of plays this week, um, and for that reason, I'm staying off the total, and I'm, I'm just going to take the the couple I mentioned before. Yeah, I I, I like that as well. Um, Revs are 2-0 two, two and all of the season, but they beat Houston and Charlotte, so... Right. Um, Houston at home, three nothing, good win. Uh, they should win that game though. Houston's not very good. Charlotte uh, on the road is probably their more impressive one. Uh, LAFC have seen over two and a half in six of the last seven. They've scored at least two goals in six of their last seven as well. I have a lot of respect in the resurgence we've seen from the Revs, and offensively they're getting the job done. So I like that both teams to score. Uh, I think the Revs do get one. Um, LAFC are going to win this game. I expect somewhat of a similar contest rock fight uh, that we saw Portland net two goals. I think the Revs stop at one. Um, we've seen, we saw that LAFC at home are susceptible at the back right now. Uh, so I like a couple of plays. I like LAFC money line and over one and a half at minus 145. I think it is right now. That's not bad, especially for the reigning MLS champs. I also like over 2.75 uh, right now at minus 128, minus 130. Uh, I do believe that the Revs will get one. Um, the, the the only concern right there for me, though, is like you said, if, if it's a 2 nothing, uh victory for LAFC, but then at least you cash one um, with the LAFC money line and over one and a half. Uh, so before we conclude, though, Jacob and I want to give you all a recap of all of our plays just so you have everything uh in, in one spot. So I'll go first, kind of run through all the plays I, I, I gave out um, for the game. So first up, Charlotte, Atlanta. I have Atlanta double chance, minus 150. Uh, Vancouver, FC Dallas. I have both teams to score over 2.25. DC United, Orlando City. I have DC United, draw no bet, potentially an under three there. Uh, FC Cincinnati and Seattle. I have Seattle Sounders double chance, uh, both teams to score and over two and a half. New York City FC, Inter Miami, under 2.75. Uh, the Union, Chicago Fire, Union Moneyline, and over one and a half. Uh, Union, 1.25. Toronto, Columbus, over two and a half. Toronto, draw no bet. Minnesota United, New York Red Bulls, under two and a half. Minnesota, draw no bet. Nashville, Montreal, under 2.75. Nashville, Moneyline, and under four and a half. Sporting Kansas City, LA Galaxy, under 3.25. Minus 140. Uh, Sporting Kansas City, draw no bet. Salt Lake, Austin, over two and a half. Austin, double chance. 
Timbers, St. Louis City, SC, Portland Moneyline. Uh, Going to take the over two and a half there. Jose, San Jose, Colorado, San Jose, draw no bet, or the money line, uh, and an under three. LAFC, New England, over two and a half. LAFC money line and uh, over one and a half. Excuse me, I said LAFC, New England refs, over 2.75. That was a lot of talking, Jacob. I will uh, let you kind of run through yours real quick before awesome. we uh, end the pod. All right. Uh, I am on Atlanta, draw no bet, plus 118, and their team total over one and a half, plus 136. I'm on Dallas, team total over one and a half, plus 163, and Dallas and the under four and a half. I'm on DC United, draw no bet. I'm on Seattle versus Cincy, over two and a half. I'm also on both teams to score, yes. I'm on NYCFC, enter Miami, both teams to score, yes. And enter, draw no bet, plus 225. I'm on Philly, minus one. Philly plus over one and a half and Philly team total over two and a half at plus 143. I'm on Toronto Columbus, both teams to score. Yes. I'm on Nashville plus the under four and a half at plus 120. I'm on real, uh, real salt Lake, Austin, both teams to score. Yes. And over three, I'm on St. Louis draw no bet plus 158. I'm on San Jose team total over one and a half and their money line plus 100 uh, lastly, I am on LAFC minus one and their team total over one and a half. So that Love is it. it for me this week. Awesome. Well, folks, that does it for a, another edition of the MLS gaming podcast on the sports gaming podcast network. As always, wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple, uh, please give us a subscription, uh, subscription. I'm so funny. Uh, subscribe, give us a thumbs up, give us a five-star rating. We really appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. Uh, let us know your thoughts, feedback, anything you would like to hear from us. Uh, my name is Ty Roder at TRods1019 on Twitter and or at Soccer DGen. Uh, Jacob is at Pick Management. We also have our own uh, MLS SGPN uh, Twitter as well. Uh, you can find us on there on the Twitter, Twitter sphere. Uh, Jacob, go ahead and maybe tell tell the folks a little bit more about uh, what we got going with uh, regards to YouTube, TikTok, for uh, sure. all, all good stuff before we uh, say goodbye. Yep, coming up, you'll be able to find individual plays on TikTok. You'll find this live this video on YouTube. We're going to be having some guests come on soon, some big names, some big soccer betters. we got all sorts of really awesome stuff um, coming down the pop pipeline. It's a long season, but uh, we've got all sorts of great stuff planned for you. Uh, it's been two winning weeks in a row, and we can make it a third and uh, first. Awesome, Jacob. Well, it's, good. it's always good to see you, my friend. And uh, let's talk about the little books. Catch big. Get your soul, tell them that the break is over